0: Hey folks, Armin Hammer here, and we have had a really exciting weekend. I mean, we had Game of Thrones, we had Avengers Endgame, but we also had... Two different sanctioned events, one in China and one in Italy. Let's talk about those, shall we? The Asia CrossFit Championships took place in Shanghai this past weekend, and in the end, we saw very familiar faces stand atop the podium. Brent Fakowski, the professor himself, taking the men's spot. Kristen Holta, who already has a spot, through the Open. She won the women's competition. Her invite going to second place, Ike gilford And the team, some tiny little group of people named Mayhem, I don't know, I've never heard of them. Some some dude's on there is pretty fit. I think his name's Dre. So now that Rich and Mayhem Freedom have won the Asia CrossFit Championship, they've locked in their spot for the 2019 CrossFit Games, the reigning and defending team champs, they have seven days to submit their roster for this year's games. And that roster has to include the four people that were on the team that qualified. So that's... Rich Froning, Dre Strum, Tasia Perseves, and the newly added China Cho, a CrossFit Games veteran that brought a lot to the table for this team. But they have those two alternate spots, one male, one female, and they can add in whoever they want to those spots. And from that roster of six, they're going to field a team of four, two men, two women for the CrossFit Games. And I'm curious to see exactly what Rich does here because he has a lot of pull. And it's, it's interesting that someone who has the opportunity now to actually reach out and recruit is not just having that opportunity but is almost encouraged to create the most gnarly super team possible so that's definitely something that we need to keep our eyes on in the near future. Now let's talk the CrossFit Italian showdown because this is where kind of the calculus of who has a spot and where do sanctional invites go and how does the backfilling process work that's where all of that mathematics comes into play and really it, it matters because on the uh, Italian showdown, there was only individual spots. There was no team competition. So the women's spot, that went to the winner, Aaron Vanden Dresch, Erin Vanden I, I really hope I caught that one right. Vanden Dresch, Vanden Dresch. Aaron. Aaron wins the Italian showdown. Congratulations, Aaron. The men's side, though, was a little bit hazier because we had Roman Krennikov take the top spot, followed by Scott Panchik, followed by Noah Olson, followed by Lucas Esslinger. Now, the reason why this gets a little bit hazy is because now that the open leaderboard is officially finally locked up. The athletes are going to be uh, given their spots to the CrossFit Games through the Open, that's the national champions as well as the top 20 worldwide, and the trickle down of backfill is going to begin for the athletes in those qualifying spots that either decline their invite because they don't want to go to the CrossFit Games or decline their invite because they're gonna be going on a team as opposed to individuals, and this is really important for a couple reasons. Here's why. The Italian showdown top four, again, Roman Krennikov, followed by Scott Panchik, followed by Noah Olson, followed by Lucas Esslinger. Now, Krennikov is in line to get the invite out of Dubai because the four athletes that beat him there, Matt Fraser, BKG, Willie George, and Travis Mayer, those four athletes all have spots through the open. So Krennikov gets the invite out of Dubai. Now, Scott Panchik he also has a spot through the Open, so that slips down to third place, which is Noah Olsen. And here's where things get a little bit tricky. Noah is currently not within any sort of qualifying spot on the Open leaderboard. However, at Wadapalooza, just behind Patrick Vellner, and Patrick Vellner is two spots out of qualifying in the Open. Now, the qualifying line for the Open is currently set, however, there are two athletes within that qualifying line that are probably going to be declining their invites. The first athlete is Rich Froning, who has his team and is only going to be going team and is definitely not a competing individual. The second athlete is someone who was really controversial last week, and that's Devin Ford, and he's at the very end of that line. So if those two athletes decline their invites, the next people down the list are gonna be invited, which are going to include Pat Vellner. And if Pat Vellner gets his invite through the open, his sanctional spot from Wattapalooza is going to backfill down to Noah Olson. And that means that if all of that goes according to plan, the Italian showdown spot is going to trickle all the way backfilled down to fourth place to Lucas Esslinger. See, it's so simple. I mean, it's just, there's nothing complicated or strange about this system at all. It all just completely makes sense the moment you just look at it. The trigonometry of backfilling aside, there is something else I wanted to talk about with the Italian Showdown, and that is the programming. Now. We've seen, in the sanctioned events, a wide range of approaches to programming. And some things have been repeated maybe a little bit too many times. We've seen a lot of one max snatches, we've seen a lot of heavy weightlifting, and that sort of thing maybe gets a little bit boring, maybe gets a little bit repetitive, maybe gets a little bit predictable. And it seems that most of the sanctionals are still trying to find their footing because In terms of referencing past events like regionals, the games, the open, or other, you know, outside of the CrossFit Games season events previously, it's hard to tell exactly where the sanctioned events should be sitting. And I think most of them have been erring on the side of regionals-ish. Perhaps maybe a little regionals-plus, perhaps maybe a little regionals-minus, but generally speaking, regionals-ish. And that leads us to the programming at Italian Showdown, which I thought was exceptionally strange. You might be wondering, strange how? Well, there were nine scored events at the Italian Showdown and of those nine scored events, they were pulled out of five different workouts. One of those workouts had two scored portions and the last workout had four scored portions. And those five workouts that they extrapolated those scores out of, three of those workouts lasted between six and a half and eight minutes and two of those workouts lasted between four and five minutes. And that is a very narrow band within which to test what is supposed to be a broad, inclusive, and general capacity. And I can already hear someone making the argument that the best CrossFitters won, so what does it matter? And I think that's kind of a strange argument to make because by definition, the best CrossFitters are going to win no matter what the events are, if there are enough of them. And absolutely, the best CrossFitters ended up on the leaderboard. I'm not saying that you know there was some sort of mix-up. I'm just saying that perhaps we need to be a little more you know aware that there has never been a single competitive CrossFit Games season that did not include a workout over 10 minutes ever before. And now suddenly we have an event that is exactly that. Remember folks, there's a whole lot going on in our sport and it's easy to miss some of the most interesting and exciting stories. And speaking of interesting and exciting stories, I'm currently wearing a CrossFit XY pullover and I got this from CrossFit XY in Reykjavik, Iceland, where I am going to be this weekend for the Reykjavik CrossFit Championships. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna spend a whole bunch of time there. I get in Friday morning. I'm gonna go straight to the venue, straight to the event. and gonna check out some sweet CrossFit action over the course of the weekend, and then we have a couple days where we're gonna explore a little bit of the Icelandic countryside, perhaps go visit some historical places out there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. You can expect to see some great content coming out over the weekend covering what exactly is going on at the RCC as well as maybe checking in with some of the athletes that are hanging out there and a little bit of what it's like to actually be there in my shoes experiencing this whole crazy Icelandic world that I'm going to be invited into. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are too. And if you like this sort of content, please share, subscribe, comment, tell me about it, let's talk about it. Do you agree or disagree on my take about the Italian showdown programming? And if you disagree, let me know, but please don't use the argument that I already talked about. Please, let's Let's not retread over something we've already talked about, right? Anyway, folks, thank you so much. I'll see you guys next time.